Mont located the street number, and drove through the open gate. The house sat at the end of a long drive, behind a tall screen of sequoias. A black compact car soaked up sun in the driveway. The summer heat settled in earlier every year. She parked next to the empty vehicle and glanced at her taser on the passenger seat. The weapon was bulky to carry, but some neighborhoods and situations required it. Lara determined this wasn't one of them. She touched the 9mm in her shoulder holster as she climbed out. The gun went everywhere she did. But for most volatile situations, she preferred the taser. Less blood, noise, and risk. As Lara moved toward the house, the front doors burst open and a man barreled out. Behind him, a giant black dog noisily gave chase. Laura backpedaled toward the med van to get out of their way. The running man raised his arm and aimed a gun at her. Laura dropped to the asphalt as he fired. She rolled and pulled her weapon, but his footsteps kept going, and a second shot didn't come. A car door opened, the engine cranked over, and he raced down the driveway. Still face down, Laura let out her breath. As she stood, the dog turned back and charged into the house. What now? The person who'd made the emergency call had likely been shot and still needed medical attention. Heart thumping, Lara glanced down the driveway and watched the black sedan turn left on the road. Her muscles unclenched, and she decided to enter the home and check out the situation. She grabbed her taser and tucked it into her waistband in case the dog turned on her. As she hurried up the walkway, she made a mental note of what she'd seen of the assailant. 5'10", lean, dirty blonde, 30-something, and a squarish face. Laura slowed and moved cautiously through the open front door, weapon ready. The big house was quiet, and she crept through, taking in details. High ceilings, open floor plan, and two additional exits that she could see one leading to the garage from the kitchen, the other into a lush side yard. No people, no black dog. She made her way down the hall to a room near the end. Weapon raised, she entered a bedroom. A large man wearing only black leather chaps lay on the floor on his back. Blood had soaked into the pale blue rug under him and sprayed the white satin sheets on the bed. A familiar salty smell mingled with the wet metallic of the blood. As she stepped toward the victim, Laura recognized the scent, a mix of sweat and semen. She slipped off her med pack and knelt down. She heard shallow breathing and saw that he'd been shot in the shoulder. The black dog lay nearby, whimpering and watching her. Good dog. You stay. The man opened his eyes. Thank God. The dog started to get up, but the victim snapped his fingers and it lay back down. Laura began to pull out supplies. You need the ER. Why didn't you call for a regular ambulance? It's personal. I don't want to report this. Laura groaned, not caring that he heard. She should have left after the jackass shot at her. It was too late now. She couldn't walk away from a bleeder. Laura lifted his shoulder to see if the bullet had gone through. He moaned and squeezed her wrist. 
The exit hole was twice the size of the entry wound, and bleeding heavily, but at least she wouldn't have to dig out the bullet. She laid his shoulder back to the floor. What's your name? Thaddeus Morton. Laura froze. The Federal Employment Commissioner? Yes. Aren't you supposed to be in Washington, D.C., overseeing the gauntlet? I'm flying out tomorrow morning, if I don't bleed to death. Is this your house? I thought you moved to the Capitol. I kept my home here, and a friend house sits for me. I come back whenever I can. He grimaced as he talked. Laura bit back another question and focused on her task. She grabbed a packet of gunshot gauze, a new product designed to fill such a wound and slowly dissolve as the tissue around it healed. A Chicago ER doctor had invented the gauze soon after the dark shift.